What's up, everybody? Welcome to Authentic Podcast. Here with your host, Brandon Young Yin. Um, we're from New Zealand's maybe number one podcast here in Aotearoa. We're back at it again, guys. Before we start, I would like to welcome everyone who's watching. If you're running, if you're swimming, if you're jogging, whatever you are doing, working out, and you're listening to this podcast, um, make sure you tune in. We're in for a good one. We're excited. Um, also, feel free to you know follow us for more content, uh, whether it be on YouTube, Instagram, um, whether it be Spotify, you know, whether it be Apple Podcasts, tune into all platforms, guys. We're there. Check it out and subscribe for for more. Anyways, back to our show, guys. We're in for a good one. Joining us today, we have none other than the legendary Lucky Tia Tia, bro. What's up, brother? How's it going? What's up, bro? Good, good. How are you? Good, bro. Good, good, good. <clears throat> Thanks for having me on, man. Bro, it's great to have you here. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a long time coming. <laughs> <laughs> guys, um, Lucky's a good friend of ours. Um, we're grateful to have him here on the podcast. We'll just shoot off, bro. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, just give us your name, age, your favorite food, and then also um, just let us know what you've been up to lately. Yeah, uh, so my name is Lucky Tia Tia. Uh, 25, 25 now. Let's go. Um, <clears throat> uh, favorite food, bro. Any, any like burger or anything. Any. Ooh, ooh. You can't beat a good Big Mac. Any uh any go to uh, burger joints here not too at all? Bro, honestly, just like anything, like anything. Any burger? Any, yeah, bro. So like that's it. I'm like I'm like oh, bro, yeah. My mates think I'm just basic, but I'm just a simple <laughs> guy. Has there been a burger that you've been like, wow, that's the one? Oh, no? bro, for me, just consistency. Yeah, you know, oh. like the, the big Mac, bro. So that's Mecca's. Yeah. Mac is always there when you need it, you know, 24-7. I like it, I like it, bro. But yeah, that's um, that's just a little bit me and and yeah. Um, I guess, what I've been up to lately, I guess having a good summer um, over this last maybe couple weeks now. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I started a new job. Oh, me. Um, So just working in like the well-being space with the youth. Yeah, bro. um, In that sort of space and, and... just planning and looking ahead for the new academic year that's coming up and, and about to start my master's in mean, bro. like a month or so. Excited? Yeah, bro. Excited, eh? Like, I guess, like, you know, like, I always knew I was going to go uni, but to yeah, be... Yeah, to be able to get to that point. Yeah. Like, oh, that's mean. I just knew, like, always knowing I, I can make uni, but then, like, mm. oh, bro, I get to graduate in May, and then, like, I get to start my master's, like, in a, in a month, and I was like, bro. Like, this is... Bro, that's mean. Yeah, so excited. Excited. How, how long is the program? Um, so this one's like a, a year and a half. So I do uh, like a year where we're in classes and stuff. And then the start of next year, the first half of next mm. year, it's a dissertation that's like like 20,000 words. Yeah. Writing and like research and stuff like that. So what? that's me for like the next next year and a half. 20,000 words is... Bro, it's like a book. <laughs> bro, that's like a novel, bro. <laughs> like, I'm trying to even get to my 2,000 word essay. I'm like, man. <laughs> Struggle with the 1,000 word essays also, and then over here, you're going to write a massive novel. Yeah, bro, so I have to find some, some words to fill up the, the, the gaps and make the word count. Just double spacing. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, bro. Yeah, bro, but speaking of education, you know, like you yourself actually, you know, graduating and then, um, you know, going to your master's program. Actually, what, what, why are you graduating, bro? So, so I, I did a, a Bachelor of Arts and I majored in History and Sociology. Um, and then for my Master's, I'm going into Pacific Studies. Oh, that's mean. So, yeah. So, 
yeah, that, that's, yeah. that's sort of where we're probably going to touch a little bit on that later on in the podcast but uh, you know that's that's so cool bro you know getting then your higher education um, just being able to be actually a good example literally, literally example you know from our community going out there and achieving um, achieving a higher education bro that's so mean and then um, I guess going to one of our first questions like how just talk to us about the importance of education like for you like what was your goals or what inspired you to actually you know continue to achieve and especially study what you're studying right now mm, yeah yeah so <coughs> um i guess like the big thing right with any so like i'm first generation mm. out of the island so so my parents came like the 70s yeah um and just fulfilling like the the traditional like the classic migrant dream for for us to have like a better life and and i guess growing up like my, my parents would always say like hey like this is the key mm. right? like and and as i've gotten older i've come to realize that like the education is the like is the ultimate equalizer mm. right so no matter where we, we come from or, or who we are if we're able to gain a good education if that looks like a degree or looks like a trade right like that's the ultimate equalizer where you're able to i guess have a, a solid platform for your future for and your also family. for your family yeah, as well yeah um, and so that's pretty much what, what drives me um, and like why, why education is so important to mm. me. And I guess just seeing how hard like my parents have worked um, and being able to like think, hey, right, if, if my parents are working this house, so my, my dad's a bus driver, my mom works at Pack and mm-hmm. Save, right? And, and if I'm matching their work ethic, right, them going, if I match that with my work ethic and education, I think there should not be any reason for me to succeed. Mm-hmm. I guess just getting this far is like a testament to that. And so for me, education is important because I know that's the way up for, for me and my family. Mm. Um, and then in my field, the, where I studied in the history and sociology, I've always been into um, like history and culture and society. Um, and I sort of fell into it like by accident. Um, but like I guess growing up like out of the islands and like yeah, not being yeah. able to growing up not growing up not knowing how to speak Samoan and mm-hmm. maybe not having like a real traditional, a real traditional upbringing. upbringing. So I was like, bro, like you might mm. know like language, right? But like my the way I can attach myself to my identity is knowing where I'm from, who I knowing, am, yeah, who I am, the, roots, the stories you know. of, of of like my parents, grandparents, their parents, and then so on and so forth. Yep. And so that's. Well, pretty much hooked me into this sort of space, and then, yeah, bro, that's just been me for like the last couple of years now. Bro, that's mean, bro. I, I especially loved what you said about um, implementing, um, you know, you yourself being, you know, first generation, and then you know, bringing that, um, those skills and things that you learned from from your parents, bro. Like that's so true. Like, um, because you know, I personally can relate to that as well. And then you yourself, you know. What I really love is when you talked about how if I can implement their hard work to what I'm doing, like, you know, I'll be able to build that platform. And I feel like that's something that I guess a lot of us struggle with, especially, you know, uh, first, second, third generation, you know, Polynesian families here in, in New Zealand, Australia, wherever they may be. Like, sometimes we struggle to understand that fact that, you know, our families didn't really come here for just to have a holiday. You know, our families came here to have a better future, provide for our family, build that foundation and platform that our kids and ma- their kids and hopefully generations to come they'll be able to be in a better place than, than they were you know mm-hmm. yeah for sure and i think it just follows if we look at so pacific history it just follows a long line mm. of, of searching for like a better future or new possibilities right the migration of 
Pacific people throughout the, the Pacific and certain different islands. It's all been for, for a search of, of like a better future um, and like promise. And, and um, I just think about how ungrateful it would be for us to spoil that opportunity that we had. 100% bro. And like, like, man, like I remember my dad always telling me like, bro, like we didn't come here, right? And, and we're not like working these jobs for, for you to end up, right? Like not like next to us, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, um, and I know it's it, it, can, it can be a tough position for for a lot of people, a lot of families, and but I think just with the village and the community that we have as mm-hmm. as Pacific people, that mm-hmm. um, there's there's enough out there, um, and and we are enough to, to pull ourselves up, and whatever that sort of looks like. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's so true, bro. Um, do you, do you, do you feel like do you feel like that there's, there's there's quite a few of us in uh, that do take advantage of that of that fact, you know, like being comfortable here in New Zealand. Um, oh, I, I'm not too sure. Like, I, I don't know if it's it's too comfortable or, or just not knowing that there's more that we could do, mm-hmm. right? Um, I like I'm I'm pretty blessed in that I went to to schools where I was exposed to people who whose parents mm-hmm. were like lawyers, doctors, engineers. Um, they had like I remember in like primary school, people would ask um, what we did for the holidays, and all the kids would answer like, "Oh, we went to our batch down and." Or like, I was like, oh, bro, I went to my bench in Samoa. Bro, my house in Samoa was like a folly of no walls. <laughs> and then so like being able to be exposed to like, man, this is yeah. what, this is what is, is, is out there for you. Um, and so maybe just, I guess, following the trailblazers that have gone before mm-hmm. us and, and, and being like, hey, bro, that's what, that's what we can, that's what we can become. That's where we can be. That's so true, bro. Focusing on, you know, what we can become is so is so vital. I feel like you know for our own our own communities, you know, success in the term. And I feel like you know, with, like I like what you said because like looking forward, kind of, um, kind of relates to looking back. Because me personally, bro, I I feel like you know when you understand who you are and your roots and stuff, especially you know with you, you know, you know I'm coming from like learning about history and stuff like that and our community and our culture, right, like. Understanding our people and our identity and where we've come from, I feel like has a huge role in that mm, yeah. in that success. Because if you think about it, bro, like our people, like gee, like we all we're doing was working for it. Yeah, yeah. Think yeah. about that, you know, like all of us had to earn what we keep. Uh, we had to earn our keep, you know. We had mm-hmm. to earn. We, we had to, you know, um, bro. Everything we did was was for our family and for our survival and and for a better future. Yeah, you know? I think there's, there's that like. Like a Maori proverb, "Kamu kamudi," bro. If I butchered that, I'm sorry. <laughs> but but it, I think the the meaning behind it is like like moving forwards, looking oh, traveling, bro. I'm butchering this mean, like looking backwards, traveling forward. Yeah. So like knowing where you've come from, mm-hmm. and that then informing where you go to, um, and yeah, that just follows a story that's been in from our parents, our parents' parents for generations now. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I guess it's like a, like um, this talking is now a chance for us to um, grab hold into that and yeah. move forward. Because like, yeah, bro, hundred percent. Because I guess coming from personal experience, bro, one thing that my family did that I can always remember growing up was like we always went to Samoa on the holidays, like, mm-hmm. and it was like a must. And when we went on the holidays, bro, we didn't stay in like a hotel and stuff. Like yeah, yeah. sometimes we did, but most, bro, eighty. Ninety percent of times, like we were stay with our family in Samoa, and we stay with family in Samoa, bro. Like, 
I can remember, like, you know, going now, helping my cousins, you know, doing that. Like, yeah, and, yeah. bro, all of that played a big part of me, like, understanding, like, where I came from, you know, what we can accomplish, you know, and um, just the small skills, like, you know, doing the umu at 4 o'clock in the morning before church. Like, that yeah, was, yeah. That, you know, and understanding that that was my cousins and my uncles, like, everyday life. Yeah. And then, like, implementing that, right, trying to implement that hard work and, and that into what, what, what we try and do, hopefully, you know, in the future. Yeah. And so, so I guess, like, going off of that, like, myself having lived in, in Samoa for two years, yeah. and, like, realizing that there aren't, like, a lot of options there. And so when, when I came back to New Zealand, I figured, like, man, like, my problem isn't that I have no options, it's that I have so many. So many. And, wow. and, and I just need to pick one. Right? And if one doesn't work out, all good. Because yeah. there's still five others. Um, and, and, and sometimes you don't find that option that's perfect for you unless you try the others first. Um, and so, yeah, I just think we're, we're blessed, right? We're privileged. Or 100. Um, or and, yeah, we just got to go get it, eh? Like, yeah. Yeah. I just feel like, you know, just, just trying to get ourselves to understand that we're so blessed and understand that there's so many opportunities. Because I know, like, there's a lot of kids here and families that they feel like it is restrictive and there's not a lot of options here. Like, you know, like they put themselves back in, like... They either say, oh, the system this, or this, this, you know, right? Or other excuses, but then they look back and, like, not really realizing that, bro, like, you know, the world is theirs, you know, you, you can, the world is yours for taking, you know, you just got to put put your mind forth and just go for it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I, I definitely think that's true, right? That that we, I think, and although there, there are, like, odds might be stacked against yeah, us, yeah. statistics, um, whatever, mm-hmm. um, there's always, like, an ability for us to, to push through those and and I guess just coming from like our background and to know that bro like we have like a village that's here to support mm-hmm. right that you, you know you might be struggling or you and your family but you know you've just the way our Pacific culture is set up is that yeah. there's always someone or something to lean lean on um, yeah so that's I guess it's like a tough sort of space to like navigate mm-hmm. like, there's not like even within our own Pacific community yeah that, that we sometimes think that we're one thing, but actually if we look into the Pacific, it's so diverse, mm. right? Like Samoan's not the same as Tonga. Living in Pontamiza, Samoan isn't the same as living out in Marirua as a Samoan. Yeah. Right? And so even recognizing that, or even within like, the Pacific community, there's diversity. I mean, we're not all the same, right? But, but we're sort of like cut from the same cloth. Um, and so it's, yeah, it's a challenging one, and but I think it's, a, a challenge that that we ourselves can can help solve, and and that we can bring solutions to, as as Pacific people as well. One hundred percent. Like we, I feel like we we have that potential. We have that, we have the skill potential and the support. You know to to achieve those things. You know, um, you know going off this. You know focusing a lot about history and and also you know about our culture, right? Um, and you especially within history of Pacific. Um, what would you say is a big reason why, other than what the reasons we talked about before, um, important for us to understand our own history in terms of you know our Pacific nation nations? Yeah, man, I think this is I think like personally like it it, it gave me like a sense of identity, right? That although like I I I don't speak the language or I'm not mm. as immersed as the other people like my. My, my connection can be through what I know, right, and, and, and knowing my history, where I'm from, 
Um, and it's interesting that, that when you look across um, sort of like the landscape of, of New Zealand, um, if you look at like the creative sort of industries, that's all being led by Pacific people telling Pacific stories. Mm. You look at like the Disney model, right, that they've made billions of yeah. telling a Pacific story, which is Moana. Yeah. Right? And so what we might think is at times as like stories that aren't worthwhile, actually like Disney's making bank off, right? And, and, and it's not that we need to make money off it, but, but that we need to own our own stories. Own our own stories. Because it gives us a sense of identity, like value. Um, and, and just a sort of, sort of like a source of, of strength and support, right? And like the, the, the old analogy, like that the strongest trees have the deepest roots. Mm. Right? And so if, 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 like if we take that example of knowing our history, then the more we know, the deeper, the more healthy the roots are, that, that when whatever storms, adversity we go through, we know that we're solid and solidified in, in, in the grounds, right? in, in the soil that we sow. And... Yeah, and so I think just knowing our history, just it's just what locks us to like our culture, right? knowing why we do things, how we do things, um, and also like knowing that 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 culture and that history can change. Yeah, right? and I guess 100%. learning learning from the history of the past, so so we don't repeat it. Yeah, bro. Or like learning learning from the history of the past, and okay, that works really well. Let's keep and doing that. Let's keep doing that. And what doesn't work well, just let's stop doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Right. And and so I think that's. I guess so to answer the question is that, like, from knowing where we've been, we'll know who we are today. And once we take that, we'll be able, better able to navigate what, what and where we'll be in the future. Mm. Um, and, and to me, that's why knowing our history as, as, as Pacific people is so important. And one that I'm just, like, interested in. I'm like, man, there's so much I don't know about my <laughs> own history, right? Because, like, this blood runs thousands Whoa, of years. That's true. Um, but like I might only know, I don't know how far I know back, and and, and that's not that's no fault of anyone's. It's just maybe together we can cultivate like cultivate and understand that yeah, yeah. understanding of of that history and that culture. Um, yeah, back back guys. Um, yeah, we're going again with you know Polynesian stories, right? Um, understanding who we are and owning our own stories. But one you know one story that a couple podcasts ago got an interview. Um some surfers from hawaii oh, shout yeah, out to yeah. shout out to lucy and siva from hawaii um but bro they were just talking about how you know like how they were you know like we we were surfers back in the days and that's something mm-hmm. that like that's one thing that they understood there's like uh, from a polynesian background like a pacific background they were one of the first surf like our people were one of the surf first surfers i guess you know and yeah understanding that aspect especially with everything in water bro and then like they're just telling me how like we we were surfers and we're able to you know surf and um and it's a skill that that's been lost and that's something that i guess that you know with stories and with understanding history right we see what we've lost and what we've gained you know like one of them unfortunately like some some like some of the things we have lost are like skills you know yeah, yeah, like that sure. and then i always i always this is a funny thing because i always talk to my family about this i'm like man you know i'm telling you guys man just give me Give me four years, I'll learn sailing, and maybe I'll get a gold medal. <laughs> <laughs> but but that, that's so you know true, I mean? right? Like, yeah. like we've come from uh, like thousands of years of people who've been able to sail, and for I don't know also that there's not a sail yet. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen anyone, you know. I haven't ever seen a Pacific Islander of uh, no sailing. Yeah, you know? yeah. But even even like not even just the sailing itself, but but like the engineering behind the double hull. So if you look at 
um, a couple years ago, maybe or oh, maybe almost ten years ago. But like the cutting edge technology for American Cup sailing, if you take if you look at an old photo and you look at sort of Pacific vessels, they that's how they yeah, built. You you see you see the connection right of, of like having double hull next to each other because that sort of outrigger thing gives it support and stability, and that's what you saw like uh, when like a couple of years ago at the America's Cup. That's so, bro. That's mean. Yeah, and so it's like, bro, like engineers, right, navigators, like astronomers, knowing the stars, knowing, yeah. like knowing that our Pacific people knew all the constellations in the. Because we were sky. known as the greatest navigators, correct? Yeah, yeah, right. So to navigate that ocean, and and early on, like academics were like, bro, there's no way they could have sort of these islands on purpose, but but actually now it's it's now it's like common knowledge that bro, these guys are masters. Right, and, 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 and that they're like because they need to the size so astronomers, engineers, sailors, you gotta know that you, you gotta prepare so you gotta be able to know how to farm. Like our people are mean farmers. Yo. We go to the islands now, everyone knows how to farm. You're right, you're right. Fish. Um, even we, like stuff like diplomats. Um, and so I think a lot of the times we look outwards, like in Pacific we uh, as Pacific we can look outwards to mm-hmm. to learn, but if we took like a closer look at our own history and our own culture we'll realise that. Actually, like, I don't need to go to look at, like, America or, or, like, in Europe. The answers to my questions on how I can be a found in the Pacific. I was reading a book called Leaders Eat Last, and it's all about, like, leadership yeah, yeah. and things to do. And I was reading the book, and by the time I got to the end, I'm like, I haven't really learned anything, anything crazy new. Yeah, yeah. Because this is how, like, this is how the leaders in my family lead. We're brought up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Like, the leaders eat last, like, bro, in, in my house... Like we serve first and then we eat last, and that's how that's how leaders are, are brought up to first serve, and so again, just knowing that a lot of the, a lot there's a lot of knowledge, skills, and tools mm. found within the Pacific that I think aren't utilized or aren't known of, and that's not because of maybe anyone's fault necessarily, but we can then I guess as where we are where we're, where I'm at and hopefully where we're at, we were to bring those back and be like, bro. We were, we were onto something and just holding on to, to what we know. Bro, that's so crazy, bro. I'm just like, it's just crazy just understanding your, part of your history and what you went through and what your your ancestors went through. And then, you know, having that sense of identity and then, you know, learning those skills and then understanding that, you know, all these attribute stuff, you know, they came from the Pacific. Bro, and it's just, it's just trying to help, you know, these next generations understand that, you know, like... Yeah. You know more about their history, more about their own people, and because you know, bro, I, I guess you know. Uh, let me ask: you, Is there any like, has there any been like, a story that you've heard that's like that's crazy, or like any any or or like bro, maybe there's, one, there's been heaps of yeah. Like, I'm like, there, there, there's stories of like. What's like been one of your most like, your favorite story? Probably my favorite story is is I was looking into when COVID hit, um, when it first hit. I was looking into um, how did how did because we're all preparing, right? Like big pandemic. Like, how do we prepare for mm-hmm. emergency? Um, and I was trying to figure out, man. Like the islands are susceptible to tsunami, earthquake, storms. So how did my ancestors prepare for those? Like, did they? Yeah. Because I don't know any stories. And I was like, bro. Or did they just chill on the island and then <laughs> a storm came and they're like, oh, leaders, <laughs> right? But but there's. Um, so I reached out to, to a couple of people who are really knowledgeable, like in the space in the Samoan history space in. One of them shared with me a story about the term masi, which is what translates to biscuit. Mm. 
But if you look at like a lot of the words in Samoan culture, a lot of the words, a lot of things that are foreign to Samoan get transliterated. So like broom becomes bulumu, mm. right? Like, um, so like a broom object, yeah, or yeah. a European object, gets trans- transliterated to that. And so I was thinking like, why is mussy biscuit? Why shouldn't biscuit be something like biscuit yeah, yeah. or I don't know yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that? Um, and then and then what what they shared with me is that the uh, the, the the bread fruit bread fruit used to be um, they used to prepare it in a way where you could store it and ferment it in the ground and just leave it there for months and for years. And so when a storm would come and clear all, all the, the taro and the bananas and clear all the crops... They'll still have... Yeah, what they could live off, they could live off that fermented breadfruit that they, they would then dig up from the ground and, and, and then bake, or like someone bake. And like when I, when I heard that, I was like, bro, like... As these are stories that we haven't heard and, and that just shows the preparedness, the, the forward thinking, um, the learning that, that our mm. ancestors would, would have went through to come up with... To come up with those yeah, like different ideas, eh? Like experimenting, yeah. right? Um, and so that's like one example that personally to me like it, like just really stood out um, because I've, I've heard a lot of the stories of navigators, astronomers, yeah. engineers, but something like this emergency time preparation, like, mm-hmm. bro, we were doing that like way back. <laughs> <laughs> right, and, and and that's and that that would have been the case for a lot of the Pacific as well, like having like an emergency food storage. Like well, that's that. good. Well, that's mean. Yeah, yeah, and so like that's only one. Like you have people and their individual stories, like traveling throughout Europe, right? Like Captain Captain Cook's lead navigator was uh, a guy from Tahiti, right? mm. Tahitian, right? And and that story is now getting told a little bit more, and like he's getting the credit. A little bit more now. Um, I guess it's just trying to find like those stories, eh? Yeah, yeah. Is it, and it has it probably hasn't been easy trying to find these stories, eh? It's like yeah, and it's like so, so like first like because these are out there, but it's accessibility. Mm. Like, like with anything, right? It's like okay, who do we go to to get these stories? Um, yeah, so like could be elders, but not everyone. So like the way I gained a lot of my knowledge was through messaging people through Facebook, like a modern way to network and gain that knowledge um, but also to understand that some knowledge in the Pacific is, is sort of gatekept because it's sacred Sacred, bro. so that comes with like bloodlines royal lines and, and that knowledge is specific to that family um, but there's still so much more yeah, out there bro. and there's still knowledge that we can rediscover mm-hmm. as well so true bro that's so mean bro this is like <laughs> it's buzzy yeah, it's, it's like, buzzy bro I'm not gonna be like bro like we just so much that, like once you hear a story then you have so many other questions and you have so many other questions yeah, after yeah. that you know and so it just turns into like a rabbit hole right? yeah bro. it's like and and i guess i guess that's what what happened with me like first what really started me was was the tattoo and navigation and then it moved to like astronomy um then like it's just gone all over the place yeah and so like there isn't like a planned way that it's happened it's just sort of like bro or well, then I guess the more you the more you come to understand, the more questions you mm-hmm. ask. Um, and yeah, like it's just it's amazing. Like when when you really get to sit down and understand, understand that, bro. It's like, man, because I only grew up watching like like movies about the Romans and, and yeah, the yeah, like and all the all the you know the Greeks, yeah, yeah. the Greek mythology, and all the Europeans, you know, yeah, yeah. all those stuff. You know, and I'm and like, was like, you oh. don't really think about our own, yeah, you know. Yeah. And it's so rich and it's so deep, poetic. That it's like man, yeah. The only ones I really know is Johnny Lingo and 
yeah. and Moana. <laughs> yeah, right, bro. Right, and so like, yeah. So there's so many stories out there, oh. um, and so just finding. And I, I, we have, to, and we come from like a storytelling background, so, so hopefully, true. hopefully, more of our people get crossing up fingers stories. that they they get to share those with us in the future. Yeah, for sure. Um, moving on to the next question, bro. You know, speaking about. Um, where you at right now, and of course, you know, with the knowledge you have right now in terms of cultural, with school, surely there's been a lot of setbacks and failures. Um, and I guess that that's, I guess, a lot of things that we love to focus on is understanding the importance of failures and setbacks. And I guess our question, next question would be, um, has there ever been a setback or failure that you've been most grateful for? Um... Right, yeah, yeah. There, there is one that that really sticks out to mind, and it's it's funny because now, like, I graduate this year, like, I started a master's program, but I failed my first semester of uni. Yeah. Like, I failed bad, um, and that's probably one that I was probably most grateful for. And looking back, I'm like, man, if that hadn't happened, because at the area I was studying, then like, it wasn't a passion of mine, mm. um, wasn't like an interest, but because of the outside outside noise, I was like, oh, that's something I need to do to get a good job. Um, and then having like failed that miserably just redirected me to like you know what I'm gonna just try what I really like and what I've found and I'm gonna see where that leads me um, and being like a history and sociology major like a lot of people are like bro what are you gonna do with that but I've actually found like I've had so many like opportunities for employment to, to get like like get good money to help yeah, my yeah, yeah. and stuff like that and, and that's become from because I've, I've been able to like really learn from my mistake and then that pretty much pushed me into where I'm at Push now. Pushed you to where I'm at now. Yeah. Bro, me, bro. It's just understanding that, like, I guess sometimes we don't really understand certain situations at a certain time, but when we live out a couple, you know, when we look back, then that's when we tend to understand, man, that's why this happened. Yeah. And now yeah. I'm here, you know. Exactly. That's so cool. And so, and so, like, that's, I think that's my fascination with history, right? Because we have our own personal yeah. history. Right? If we don't learn from that, Oh, that's cool. Then, 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 then that's like a failure, right? And yeah. if, if we hadn't, learned, if I hadn't learned from that, and I just did the same thing over and over again, but like having our own personal history, our family, then our collective. Yeah, yeah. Then we can then just like I guess the examples that we see around us is and like myself being able to navigate a new space mm. because I look back and I was like, game, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. So like back yourself, back what you're into, right, and and just let that push you into mm. into like wherever it's going to go. Just being okay with failure too, eh? Yeah. yeah. I think that's a big thing, right? Like, yeah. being scared that, that they will fail, um, like that maybe we'll get judged for it. Um, but really, like, if you really think about it, no one actually cares as far as Yeah, like. <laughs> exactly, bro. That's so true. And like, I mean, we, we, like, yeah, like, failure may be big at that time, but, you know, the more you fail, the more you're likely to succeed. And when you do succeed, those failures, like, no one really, no one really looks about those failures at the, at the end, at the end of it, right? It's it's a success that people tend to, oh, you know, but like if we're willing to, you know, put the work in and and actually understand that, yeah, I have some setbacks and I have some obstacles to go across, but I'm gonna be able to. One day I'm gonna hit it, and then when I do, bro, it's gonna all work out, you know? Yeah, yeah, and I think that's, um, I think what what you shared earlier, right about. Like maybe like being comfortable, being complacent, that could be like your biggest hindrance to your mm. progress, right? It is is that, um, but actually not like being afraid to try something, yeah, 
um, to do something. And even if that fails, bro, you can live good. Like, I gave it a shot. All good. Right? And, and, and like, um, yeah. Because the real fear would be to not try. To not try at all. Yeah. 100%, bro. Um, if you could give yourself one piece of advice, what would it be? Probably pretty much what we just talked yeah. about. Eh? Like, I guess being, like, being young, like, when I was younger, like, like, bro, like, all these words you think... All these worries you have about how people think of you, like, mm-hmm. bro, no one actually cares. No one really <laughs> cares for it. <laughs> like, you know, hot for it. Like, no one's looking, <laughs> watching your Instagram and what, you know? Um, but that's, I think that's probably the biggest one that I'd give myself. Like, bro, like, no one's actually thinking that about you. Um, and, like, the most important thing is what you think about yourself mm-hmm. and who you want to be. Um, and that just comes from just, like, backing yourself and being, not being scared to just be you and, and do what you want to do. Mm. Love it, bro. Um, going to a last question, you know, focusing on, we talked a lot about identity, talked a lot about ourselves and, you know, um, understanding ourselves. And I guess to our last question, what does authentic mean to you, bro? Yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> so, like, I was watching the episodes, like, hearing, knowing this question's coming, <laughs> like, I stood and I was like, man, so many things, but I'm like, man. But I, I think to me, like, what it means to be authentic just means to be honest. Mm. And, like, being honest to yourself honestly like your family to the dreams that you have um be honest to like your failures and yeah. owning those um that's when when you pose that question that's all what i think of just being honest with who you are what where you want to be where you have been um and then just moving from there or mean bro i like what you talked about about you know just being honest because i feel like some if the most important person to be honest to is ourselves. And I guess, you know, honesty is a kind of trait, you know, it relates to integrity. Mm-hmm. And I guess when we have true integrity, bro, just, bro, like, we're able to become a more better part of ourselves. Like that, like that really helps us to reach different sites and goals that we can become. Because like when you're honestly, like when you're honest with yourself, honest with who you are, like there's like nothing holding you back. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I guess, like, if you're not honest to yourself, no one else is going to be. Exactly. Like, and, unless, unless you have, like, brothers like mine or whatever, <laughs> right? Like, but, but, yeah, like, you really need to hold, like, yourself accountable. And that's not only just for your thoughts, but for your failures, right? Like, yeah. bro, like you know what? Like, I achieved... Especially your failures, bro. Yeah. Especially your failures. So, like, man, although, like, I, I failed at that, being honest, but then yeah. being like, bro, I achieved... Like, I get to graduate. So, mm. I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm going to own that. Right, because because I, I, that's been my hard work, but also the hard work of my family and my friends, um, and not shying away from things like that. Bro, that's been, bro. bro. we're grateful for for all your amazing insights <laughs> here, bro. Lucky, we're, we're grateful for you being here with Thanks us. For having me, bro. bro. Can't wait to get you out and get another episode. <laughs> Talk about winning gold medals and stuff. <laughs> Learning how to swim. <laughs> I'm be a surfer after this. <laughs> Mean bro. Guys, we're grateful. Um we're grateful to have you guys listening in. Again, if you're tuning in, um wherever you are, you know, Spotify, Instagram, um, you know, if you're on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, guys, tune in and listen up. Um we have amazing content to share. Um also uh yeah, we'll make sure to put Lucky's uh, pl- uh Instagram platforms and stuff on here on and the bottom of the video. And guys make sure you like, subscribe and comment and let us know what you guys think about the episode as well. Um, Until next time, though, we'll see you guys. Thank you so much. Ladies.